free country. If I want to give interviews, I'll give interviews. You know what your problem is? You're too modest. Hey, I give good quotes. And you can print that on the front page. Anthony Hardaway, best player in basketball, guarantees championship. Guaranteed. You can't say stuff like right. that. Let me just say All right. That. Welcome into the PVJ podcast. Your pro is one of the best young producers in the 901 from Fish and Stats and Sport 56, Drew Barry. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Uh, you know, I'm just a just a big, hairy American winning machine. If you ain't first, you're last. You know what I'm talking about? That phrase is trademark, not to use it as a tradition, but Ricky Bobby Your Joe is just an average guy from Memphis, Tennessee, the brutal land in the world. Future doctor, A.J. Sturdivant. Here I finally graduated. Yeah, and just a shade under a decade, too. All right. You know, a lot of people go to college for seven years. I know. They're called doctors. Now, here they are, your pro and your Joe, Drew and AJ. And welcome into another edition of the PVJ Podcast. So glad to have you back with us. I know what you were wondering. Where's Drew and AJ? How come they weren't here last week? Well, there's this thing called life, people, and yep. we both have one. Now, for me, my barely. excuse, my barely, my excuse was I moved into a new place, moved into my own place. Finally, me, me casa es mi casa. Mm-hmm. My house is only my house. Yep. Moved into a nice studio apartment, still down in Midtown. So, of course, and I'm still walking distance as any. So that's what. The main reason why I picked it. I picked around my bar. Not for what I wanted. To stay close to my bar. There you go. So we, I did that. I had to move everything pretty much in a matter of one night. And then obviously last Wednesday when we normally record this podcast was Halloween. So we both went out for Halloween and uh, had some good times, some good laughs, some good drinks. And what what all goes into a nice fun halloween festive night but thanks for sticking around waiting it out with us and uh thank you for joining us this week on the pvj podcast i am the best the one the only the best young producer in the 901 (laughs) in the state of tennessee the country maybe possibly the i'd agree i'd agree with all three of those statements (laughs) but i'm also very humble so i'll let you decide I am Drew Barrett. Alongside me, as always, is my Joe, AJ Sturdivant. We got a great show lined up for you tonight. We're going to talk some Tiger football. Tiger basketball has officially started. Started last night as Memphis got the win over Tennessee Tech. We're going to break down that game. We're going to look forward to LSU. Uh, For football, we're going to break down East Carolina. Look forward to Tulsa. And we've also got a couple more other topics we might jump into today, uh, considering Dez. Big news for Dez in this, yep. and New Orleans. Dez signing with the Saints. We might get into that. And a couple other topics I might have up my sleeve that I'll just randomly throw out at AJ throughout the show. Before we get started, do have some house cleaning. Uh, thank you again. Thank you again, Kevin. Without you, this uh, wouldn't be possible. Thank you for allowing us to 
put it up on the Frito Live feed. And make sure once you finish listening to us, go check out all the great content on the Frito Live feed. And be sure to tune in every Saturday morning. Uh, except for this Saturday. The Ole Miss kicks off at 11, so Cerrito Live is going to take a week off. But after that, be sure to listen to Cerrito Live every Saturday from 10 to 12 on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. And, of course, the 11 o'clock hour, the only hour-long wrestling segment in the city of Memphis where wrestling was made. And don't forget to listen to me Monday through Friday on Fish and Stats 3 to 6 on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. I didn't make any sense. I didn't. No. I said FN and the Blue okay. and Gray Show with John Stacy and I on Sundays from 5 to 7 on, you know it, you love it, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. There you go. All right. AJ, how you doing? Oh, dude, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Had a good weekend. What'd you uh, do? Week didn't see week. you this weekend. No. Uh, it was a rare didn't, didn't no, no PBJ well, weekend. we were supposed to go on our fishing trip, but well, you, you know, decided to do other things. Sorry, so, I had to move and spend $1,500 no, a week. No, it's fine. It's fine. Excuses. That's all I hear. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I went up to Camden, uh, had a good time with Bob, um, enjoyed it. We went uh, went out Friday night, went fishing Saturday, just watched football basically all night Saturday, and then uh, came on back on Sunday. So, didn't really, uh, it was a nice little nice little weekend getaway. Mm-hmm. Um Camden, the boonies. So love Camden. En- yeah, enjoyed it. Shout out to all our Camden listeners. Shout out to Big Bobo. Yep. And uh, yeah. Now we're back, back on the grind, the work week. Yeah. So yeah. What about you, man? Well, went and went to the bluff on Saturday during the day. Oh. During the day. Okay. I, I'm not one of okay. the. I can't. I you can't know, be bl- a night crawler. I can't be bluff. I can't be bluffing at the. I can't be bluffing at night. Okay. No sir. Gotcha. Not went for you to, anymore. Well, no, no. We okay. went there. Me, uh, Elise, Andy, and Emily went and watched the uh, Memphis game. And then uh, me and Elise joined Andy and Emily uh, for a Halloween party that was okay. after Halloween, which was a little weird because most of them, you know, are before or on Halloween. Okay. But, Saturday night. Yeah. Okay. But we had a good time. So mild weekend. Yeah. But it's going to pick up this weekend, obviously, because we Tiger football yep. is back at home. We're back, baby. I feel like, gosh, I feel like it's been, I mean, I know it's been a month, but it just feels like it's been forever. I'm like, it, God, It's been, like, yeah, about three, four weeks. Since. I almost feel like we're just, everybody's turned to basketball season now, and we're like kind of forgetting about football. I mean, we still got Tulsa, and then we got Houston at home in two yeah. weeks. So, and um, SMU in between. Yeah. But I'm excited for it to be back in the Liberty Bowl. I, I am, too. So what initial reactions from the game at East Carolina? Initial reactions, um, honestly, Brady White looked good. Um, I didn't think that he played bad. Uh, what did he throw for, like 300-something yards, three 369, three touchdowns, 362, okay. something like that. Yeah. Um, and so he looked, you know, he looked decent. Uh, but our defense, man, mm. our defense just isn't, isn't there for some reason. I mean, you're relying on an offense to put up, you know, more than 41 to win. I mean, your offense is carrying you, and to give up 41 to a not very good East Carolina team, something's not clicking. So, Yeah, something isn't clicking, and I don't know what it is because you can't tell me that East Carolina is 11 points or 10 points better than Central Florida. That's just not possible. Their young freshman quarterback does look pretty good. I'll give him that. Yeah. Uh, very stout. I was say. Can take a looks hit. Looks like he's got a bright future. And uh, pretty mobile, good arm. So he looks good. But, and here's the thing about this defense that I just can't wrap my mind around. 
same defensive coordinator, same schemes, pretty much, you know, 90% of the same players uh, on this defense. that's what I don't get. So what's the biggest difference from last year? I know the defense has been hit with injuries, uh, a good amount of injuries, but still not enough where it should be this big of a difference. And I don't know if it's just bad luck because the t- defense is hasn't been very opportunistic this year. Their takeaways yeah. have been have been gone, uh, been dramatically down. Not a lot of Ric Flair robe wearing no. on the sidelines this year. So I, I really just can't figure out, is it just bad luck or is the Chris Ball system just not working? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, it's almost like a – Partly, it has to do with, I mean, players, and then is it is it scheming? Um, is it just want to? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, even that East Carolina game, you're sitting there, and like by the end of it, I'm like, man, like we, yes, we won. Like obviously, I'm happy, but it's like, it's just, I don't but know, forty one points kind of East Carolina, yeah, a like, team really? that you beat last year, seventy to thirteen. Yeah. So you tell me, one but, quarterback makes them almost forty, almost thirty points better. No. Which, like you said, he did look good. He does look he's good. Not he, he, could be, he could be good. a threat, yeah. you know, in a couple of years. And if um, Scotty Montgomery can get that East Carolina program turned around mm-hmm. and get them back to their, you know, heyday like they were beginning of the American and back in Conference USA, East Carolina um, could be a threat in a couple of years. But right now, shouldn't have given up 41 points. and And that's the biggest thing, like, Talking to a lot of Tiger fans this week, uh, people have called into the show. Um, they're happy with the win. It's just not happy with how we got it. Because yeah. it East Carolina should have been a statement game. It should have been a game where not only do you win, but you win big. And you quiet all the doubters. You quiet everything. And instead of that, it almost raised more questions yeah. than it answered them. Yeah. So... Hopefully, uh, defense turns it around uh, this weekend against Tulsa. And one thing, real quick, before we move on to that, we at no means is this a dig at Brady White, and at no means is this a dig at the coaching staff. But like you said, Brady played well. Well, I think one reason why he played well is I think they dumbed down the offense a little bit this week. They took away second and third option reads. Uh, pretty much said you make. They made it almost as simple as possible. Is way the way it looked, and you know with a lot of dump, sc- a lot of dump screens, a lot of short routes, uh, not a lot of time. He's really in the pocket, just yeah. basically one read and go. Mm. You know, so and by no need, means is that a shot at Brady White. You know. And maybe that's a, I mean that, 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 that could and, be the right way to go. I exactly. Mean, if that's the right way to go, and saying dumbing it down makes it sound like a shot. What I should have said is simplifying. Okay. You know, not everybody can run a. I'm trying to think of the right words to use a complex a com- type yes system. a complex type system. Some people thrive Multiple better reads. Uh, yes. Multiple options on every play. Yes, they, some people thrive better on simple reaction, and I think Brady will do better with the simple reactions. Yeah, I mean, do so. You see that continuing into this week then against Tulsa? You I do. Some, I think if it worked, similar? if it worked, I think it works, and I think that's what we're going to see for the rest of the year. Is very yeah. 
simplified a simplified offense. Yeah, and this does. I mean, if we get a win this week, we're bowl eligible. Bowl so eligible. We're, you know, we Five go. years in a row. Um. So I mean, I'm looking looking forward to that. Uh. But yeah, I mean, I do think that you know Tulsa once again isn't isn't that great, and mm-hmm. so this is another one of those games where you want to see your offense control it and your defense play a little better. Yeah. Um. So yeah, looking forward to it. I am too. Tulsa is not anywhere close to what they've been in the past. You know, no. both East Carolina and what, Tulsa. What are they now? Like two and two and seven, two and six, something like that. What are they? Two and two and seven. Two and seven. Two right. and seven. Um, they did only lose by like twenty points to Arkansas, but everybody knows how bad Arkansas, yeah, Arkansas is. So it's bad. not really it's not really saying anything or even giving them a compliment. Yeah, it's more of an insult, if anything, that they lost by three scores to to Arkansas, but. Another Coach Montgomery, Philip Montgomery at Tulsa, um, looking to right the ship, try to get that yeah. program turned around. and Trying to get something going. Uh, trying to get something going. And, you know, as an American athletic member, you want all of your members to be clicking at the same time. You yeah, want, I mean, you, you want it to be competitive. Yes. But obviously, as Memphis fans the last few years. You want to win. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of been good for us that, you know, our big games are obviously the Navy Houstons and the UCFs. Yeah. And nobody else is really a game. Mm. But... Yeah, I mean, you want to see your conference be be competitive, and uh, maybe that could get it on you know more of a national level, which yeah. is what we see all the time mm. when people talk about American Power Six. But. Yeah, and the thing with the the P six that I haven't brought I brought up yesterday uh, on Fish and Stats, when me and CJ were filling in for Rob and Brett. I don't understand why people nowadays feel like this Power Five structure is the way that it's always been. That there's never been more than five power conferences at a time, and that's just simply, simply not true. That's what, yeah. You go I've back. Never to, understood that. You go back to the BCS era four years ago. Yeah, there were six powerful conferences. Yep. There were six conferences that were that had an automatic BCS bid. Exactly. The Big East. Half of half of the American teams are made up of former Big East teams. Yeah. I, I so still... why is it? Somewhat taboo yeah. to say that hey, we can be a P six. There can be six power power conferences, and people act like it's always just been the power, it's always just been the yeah. top five. I I don't get that. And but I, what I will say though is this year, when I see people on social media or wherever talking about power six and UCF mm. getting getting a go at it, man, I'm gonna be honest. This is like to me, this isn't the year that we want to fight it because you're looking at. I just I, I don't think UCF is that good this year. I, th- I still think UCF will lose this year, mm. but as far as the American goes, I just we're I just don't see us um, or UCF being that team this year. And so I don't want them to go get just whooped by say Bama or somebody because they're you know I don't see anybody beating them. They no. are rolling. Yeah, and the only and way so, if they somehow did make it into the playoffs, which there's no way the the yeah, committee doesn't, not, which the I'm committee glad. doesn't they respect them. I, I don't think they should either. Not, I mean they should respect them. But I don't think they're. T- I don't think they should be in the top four. You think they should be? You think they should get a shot at? You win twenty games in a row. Let's see what you got, young fella. Man, they're. But I, well, I understand what you're saying. But like I'm saying, this year I don't want that to happen. But also, dude, their schedule is not strong at all. Like I just don't think. I don't think they deserve it, man. I don't. I think they deserve to be maybe maybe a seven or eight somewhere in there right now. So basically, where they were last year. Yes, exactly where so, they were last year. So how are we gaining progress? How are we developing a Power 6 system if a team that's won 20-plus games in a row doesn't at least get a crack at it? I see what you're saying, but I'm just saying I don't think – I think UCF would get 
whooped. And does that look better for us this year? I think just getting to the table makes it better. Okay. I don't you know. know. I, I don't know. You know, I've even heard arguments about making uh, a second national championship for the other five conferences. Anyways, I don't like that. I don't like that because, no. you know what, I don't want my own. I want yours. I don't want my own championship. I want your championship. I don't want my own table. I want a seat at your table. I don't want to sit at the kids' table no more. Yeah. Nah, it's time for me to pull up my big boy chair and sit at the adults' table, right? Yeah. Which, I like want the said, full though. turkey leg. I don't want no skimps, grandma. Like you said, it won't happen, though. They're not gonna. They won't get put in, and it's because of their strength of schedule, dude. They're. I mean, it's it's awful. So, well, let's look at it this way: a a team that's in the right now the top four, Notre Dame. They beat Pitt by one score. Yeah, Central Florida killed them yeah. by three or four scores. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Which Notre Dame, like you said, though, I but mean, Notre Dame's been pretty iffy of a team. They've been I was real. Say, dude, I don't real like school. Notre Dame. I don't either. I mean, I think to me the top four teams right now are Alabama, Clemson, Michigan, and I would say Georgia. But Michigan Oklahoma, lost to Notre Georgia. Dame though. At the begin, yes, at the beginning of the season they lost. A close-ish game to Notre Dame. And he was like twenty-one seventeen, right? But I'm telling you, man, Michigan is rolling right now, and I really do think that if Michigan were to play Notre Dame again, they would win. Uh, so, I still think, uh, and especially I'm in my rankings, with Notre Dame about being today. undefeated and getting in, though. I mean, that's, I have, it's, yeah, and it's, it's they're the, undefeated, and it's the brand too. Like, yeah. obviously, that's what people always want to forget about too. This is like the committee, dude. They're picking. What can get that money? They're picking that's, the brand. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like that's if there's any chance that they can put a brand name or especially something like a Notre Dame mm-hmm. in, they're in. Just because Notre Dame isn't regionalized like a yeah. lot of schools, like and, like the Alabamas, the Clemsons, the Georgias, uh, Michigan's, West Virginia's, Ohio's. And they did. They're they, they, they have. They they are a national brand. Yeah. And they are they are undefeated with that win against Michigan mm-hmm. beginning of the season, and so. Like I don't want to sound, you know, but this is also critical. But this is also that, like, a team they're, that they're perfect. This is also UCF a team, is perfect too, this, but they haven't played. I don't think who Notre Dame has besides obviously the pit. But well, Notre Dame. This is also a team that only beat Vandy by seven in yeah. South Bend. Mm-hmm. So, so I just really can't figure out Brian Kelly's team this year because some games they destroy people and look like world beaters. Yeah, and then the next I, game against weaker competition. They just look like they're completely lost. They're one of these teams that, I guess, insist on playing down to yeah. their, to their well, opponent's level. Here's how I see it falling out. I see Alabama-Georgia in the SEC title game. I see Alabama winning. I see that drops Georgia's chances out. I see Clemson. Does it? Yeah, they'll have two losses. They'll be out for sure because they're five right now. Alabama didn't even make it to this to the SEC championship last year and got in the power. In the With playoff, one loss. Which is still stupid. But I'm telling, like Georgia, because you got to think. I, I think the way it's going to work out is that'll put Georgia out. I think you'll put Alabama at one. Clemson will end up winning out, mm-hmm. hit it two. Notre Dame, man, I don't, I don't know. I still think they have a chance to lose. But if they don't, then they would be at three. And I think that uh, Michigan. I mean, if they run the table and obviously beat Ohio State, mm-hmm. I think they'll be at four. Um, but like I said, I see. I don't see a way that. I want to see a Georgia-Alabama SEC title game. I want to see that Michigan-Ohio State game at the end of the year. Mm. Um, and really, like you said, I just I don't I kind of want Notre Dame to lose because I don't think they are that good. But I do I want to end up seeing Clemson-Alabama final once again. Yeah, 
because I think Clemson with that with that front defensive front is the only team mm. that could. I mean, I think Georgia could maybe give them a little trouble, but I don't see any team. I don't even think Clemson can give them trouble. I think they give them you know more than anybody else. But yeah, in Alabama's de- eyes, it won't be trouble. That, that defensive front for for Clemson is remarkable. One of the best D lines I've seen uh, in all my time here on Earth. And, and Trevor Lawrence is definitely better than yeah. Kelly Bryant. I thought at the beginning, I was like, what, what do you mean? This guy took you to the playoffs last year. How, yeah. Why would you take him out? And then I watched uh, Trevor Lawrence play, and I was like, "It's okay. Which is kind of like, I got you. I understand. Similar to the Hurts. Yeah. Like, what do you mean you're, you're Hurts? He was an gonna, SEC and then, offensive player as a freshman. What yeah. do you mean this? Who's this Tua dude? Yeah. It's halftime in the national championship, Saban. What are yeah. you doing? And then you're like, mm, yeah. okay. Okay. I got it. Yeah. Right. That's why they do You're this. smart, man. <laughs> That's why you get paid a lot of money to do that thing. I get you. But one team that I think could be a dark horse uh, to squeak into that top four, I, I really like West Virginia, man. I really do. I love okay. Will Greer. Okay, you like the Mountaineers. I do. I All really right. like Will Greer. I like Will I think, Dude, he's, I, he's a beast, man. He's, he's good. He's definitely the second-best quarterback behind Tua in the country. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Man. He's good. That end of that Texas game, just that was awesome. phenomenal. Which I felt a little bad because, yeah. as you know, you Texas like, is you back, like the long my ones. Longhorns. But watched it, I was like, man, that's that was that was a good game. Dude. That was, a, I mean, and you saw him after they they scored, and he's uh-huh. sitting there like, you want to go for two? And Will Grish said, yeah. He said, Let's yeah. go for two. Let's go Sounds for two. good. So, I mean, I, I did. I thought it was a ballsy move, but great game. It was awesome. I mean, that throw to. Score the last touchdown in order to get to the two. I mean, it couldn't have been more perfect. But it, it was right there in the basket, right there at the end of the uh, right uh, at the back of the end zone. I mean, just if you're Texas, dropping it straight in. Man. Sixteen seconds left. Nobody gets behind you. Nobody, especially not in the end zone. Like, what are you doing, <laughs> dude? That made me. I watched it and I was like, which by that time, I was like in the fan, the fan coming out at me. I was like, they deserve to lose. I was mad. I was like, yeah. this is ridiculous. I cannot mm. believe you just did that. So. Yeah, but I, I and I think uh, West Virginia has plenty of games left. Uh, they've got they play act, o- they, they play Oklahoma. They have, they've still got Oklahoma left, yeah. uh, who's currently ranked higher than they are in the. How many has West Virginia lost? Because West Virginia's lost one game. Lost one, dude. Yeah, they, they you, probably you need, you need a you need a Notre. I mean, you're gonna have to have obviously Notre Dame or Michigan lose. Yeah, and preferably it's probably got to be Michigan. I was gonna say, really, you want it to be Michigan? Yeah, because. One then it's all about who's the best one loss team. Yeah, because like I said, Georgia, you know they're gonna get. I feel like they're gonna get beat by Bama mm-hmm. in the SEC title game. Yeah, so they're out. Then you have Oklahoma in front of you. You be, if you beat them, and you probably get Oklahoma. Then you're, in, you, then you're there. You probably get Oklahoma twice because yeah, because this Big Twelve is bringing back the conference championship this okay. year. Um, so you'll probably get them twice. Which I mean, two wins over Oklahoma still look great. Yeah, so. I, I really, I, I just love West Virginia. Man. Yeah, they they look good. They look I mean, good. Country Road, take me home. Let's do it, Mountaineers. Right, that's enough. <laughs> All right, let's let's get to uh, let's get to a little basketball. The real baby. topic. Yeah, man. Let's get to a little a real topic, baby. A real topic. Penny, baby. Penny, Penny time. It's Tiger time. Did you uh, did you go to the game last night? I was unable to go to the game. I did go to. I went to both of the. Uh, the exhibition games. Exhibition games. I was uh, I was in Lemoyne Owen and uh, CBU. I had I missed the CBU game because I was out of town, like yeah. I said in Camden. But uh, went last night. Um, me and the, the Cuzzo, Johnny Boy went to it um, with Uncle Bob and Colby. Like I was telling you earlier, they came in town. Uh, they knew a guy that played for Tennessee Tech, uh, who I've seen play from up around Camden. Um, 
but man, I enjoyed it. Uh, what are your, what are like, well, I guess you didn't go to it, but no, I watched the game. You watch, okay. What are your, what are your takeaways from? I mean, of course I'm going to watch the game. If I have to go steal Wi-Fi to watch there the game, go. I'm going to watch the game. That'll boy. Which technically I am stealing Wi-Fi. That's place. What, uh, what's your takeaway? Found from? a back door. <laughs> um, so takeaways, positive and give us, yeah, give me your positive. I'll give you my top, my, my number one positive and my number one negative. I'll start positive. As former coach Josh Pastor would say, I'm going to be a positive Paul right now. There you go. And then I'll be a negative Nelly. Okay. Positive Paul. Jeremiah Martin and Keevan Davenport saying, looking at these freshmen, telling these fan base, hey, 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 it's not the Tyler Harrison Lomax no. show yet. It's still the Martin and Davenport show. And more importantly, it's the Martin show. All yeah. right. I'm on my fourth season. I've got over 100 episodes you can rewatch. I am here to stay. You've got to watch my final year. And the reason why I say that and I love that is because you need a guy like Martin. Mm -hmm. Early in the game, Tigers are down, I think, about 7-6, two and a half minutes uh, off the the clock. Uh, Really struggling. I think Tyler Harris just put up a three, no good. Jeremiah, go down, they score. Jeremiah takes control of the game. Hits two back-to-back threes, gets the crowd rolling. Gets the other, gets the rest of the team in, in sync. I think I had twelve points in the first half. So need that veteran presence. Presence win a game like last night when freshmen will be freshmen. Yeah. You know the nerves came out. Tyler Harris, zero for six. Lomax uh, only had six points. Um, Antoine Jones had two. Yeah, and uh, Antoine Jones had three. And David Winget, the other freshman that played, had two points and was 0 for 4 uh, from beyond the arc. So you need that senior presence that can take over when these talented Frank Young guys just aren't hitting. And, of course, Davenport uh, went for 30 and 10 uh, last night. A very quiet 30 and 10, actually. I mean, really not that flashy. A yeah, couple well, threes. He, I would say he's dropping, he dropped uh, a few threes there that were just huge. Yeah. And the place was going nuts. Yes. So Davenport did 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 a great job. Loved that. Loved that we're having senior president. Now, let me switch hats here. There you go. Put the negative hat on. Let me be the negative Nelly. Let's hear it. How many times you got a foul? Please, for the love of God. Yeah, there were. I a mean, lot of fouls. you're give, you're letting the other team. You're letting Tennessee Tech in the double bonus before the ten minute mark of the half. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, it's not, and I understand, Penny, I understand the defense. They want to play fast. They want to get ter- forced turnovers, which I'm fine. In the, that's going to create, you're going to foul doing that. Yeah. But, man, make them smart fouls. Yeah. Don't, there was way too many stupid fouls last night. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that. I mean, I was watching it. I mean, I think I looked up in the second half at one point. And I was like, how many fouls do we have? Like, you know, four or five to their, maybe like two or three. In we the second eight. half. Yeah, we had, they, at that, they were, at that they were, point when they, I looked they up. were in the bonus by the 13 minute mark. Yeah, seven minutes in the game, and we had already committed eight fouls. That's more. That's more. That's one point two three fouls a minute. Yeah, I mean, I'm not good at math. That's just off the top of my head. But <laughs> the fouling was just a little ridiculous. And but I think Penny and the coaching staff, which is still an amazing coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Most experienced in college basketball, yeah. I still believe, between all four of them, <clears throat> they're gonna figure it out. They're gonna they're gonna watch the tape. They're gonna show them, you know, how to do it, how to how to play tough defense, how to press, 
and how to force those turnovers without fouling. Yeah. That that was my biggest negative thing about it, but they're going to have to figure it out figure it out real quick cuz top 25 matchup next Tuesday down yeah. in Baton Rouge. You better get ready for it. Um and that's what that's where I'll say like my biggest positives from last night um are I guess you know you kind of already mentioned the Martin and Davenport which I've said before Martin uh, yes Davenport had the 30 points but man Martin will go down as one of my favorite tigers I swear yes. like he just the fact that he'll he's be on his a third coach and he just Memphis through and through and stuck with it um so he'll go down as one of my favorite I will say um I guess you know kind of a positive and I, I can turn it around a little bit but a positive that I saw is that yes Harrison Lomax weren't doing their thing like you know like you thought they would and yes it can be freshman jitters or whatever Mm -hmm. but like to me you control what you can control and man those guys pressure the ball oh they i mean all 40 minutes and and it is it is awesome and i guess when i said that i could turn around is that my negative is that when you come out in the second half like that and you get sloppy Mm -hmm. that was sloppy basketball we had i think two or four points in the first six minutes of the second half and i'm like you do that against LSU, you come out in the first five minutes of the second half and score two points, you're done. You're either already done or you're definitely done now. Yeah, you will we be, can put a fork in you. Yes, that's what I'm they, – they will – they'll run you out of the gym. And so that's what's got to change, um, and that's my negative. Um, but at the same time, like I said, you control what you can control. But they're also – they took some gambles sometimes mm-hmm. where I was like – throughout that that was that freshman, that, that jittery coming yeah. out when you try to go for like a sweep steal or something, and then your, ma- your man's got a clear lane to the basket, which Tennessee Tech – a lot of times, even in the first half, didn't convert on those, and they were no, missing they shots, bricking. But I'm like, a good team is going to make you pay for what for that. And so, but that that'll come with time. Yeah, that'll come with time. They, they'll they, be able. They don't need to go for more of a steal instead of just pressuring the ball, pressuring mm-hmm. the ball, uh, just all the way down the court. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's what I took from it. So. Yeah, Tennessee Tech, uh, obviously, not as uh, talented as LSU mm-hmm. or some of the other teams that you're going to face, uh, did let you get off the hook a couple times. Yeah. Uh, you know, t- I remember one play in the first half, uh, Tech's point guard uh, stole the ball. It was about to go on a fast break and then just trips over his own feet. Yeah. I mean, that's not going to happen and, against, a different, uh, against a better opponent. And another big thing, too, is the rebounding. There were there were some they, they got it out rebound yeah, by Tennessee Tech. That's that that can't happen. You, and you I, have got to dominate mm-hmm. the boards, and that's one of those things where like against Tennessee Tech and against other teams this year, like yes, it's been one game, but you see those things and you're like, okay, well, it's been one game, but like that can't go on because you're not going to beat good teams. Mm-hmm. Well, they'll they'll get itself fixed out. I think once Which, Mike Parks Jr. gets back and he's finally yes. fully healthy, because and maybe if uh, Thomas can get yeah. cleared at some point, and and Lance that Thomas. if he finally get. Uh, Cleared. I know uh, I, Isaiah Maurice happened to play the five when he's more traditionally a four or maybe yeah. even a. But he will he will get after three. on the boards, so that's why I, I mean I've liked him so far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you just you're gonna you're gonna have to get on the boards better. Um, and so we'll see what happens. By but, no means are we dooming the season right now. Well, We're still just as hyped. That's though, right. What, yeah. That, that's what I was about to say is that after uh, I kind of forgot what I was gonna say there for a minute, but after the game. Me and I rode back to, with Jonathan, and you know we're listening to the post game talk and this and that, and it just kind of seemed that everybody kind of pulled a, a few more negatives out of the game than I thought. Because I'm leaving, and I'm like, you know, 
Tennessee Tech isn't a great team, but like Tennessee, I didn't think they were terrible. I mean, they had a winning record last season. I know yeah. they're not. We sh- obviously we should whoop up on Tennessee Tech, but at the same time, I'm like, you got all these freshmen in the FedEx form. It's packed again. It really was not that bad, to be mm-hmm. honest. I mean, I loved it. I, that was honestly exactly what I expected to happen. And I felt like some people had this expectation that we were going to come out from the gate and rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And like that's that's not who we are. Well, that's Lemoyne, not what it's going to be. When you put up 120 points against Lemoyne, oh, and it kind of gives well, you a false sense of yeah what it's going to be like. Yeah. And so, but uh, yeah, I felt like a lot of people were kind of picking out the negatives, and which now I'm catching myself so doing the same did. thing. Yeah, but we're so, no, by no means are we giving up on the season no. and saying, or, or lowering our we expectations. We are being way too detailed. For, yes. we're, tr- we're trying to find something. We, we are. That's we, what's we, happening. We're trying to find something. And which, obviously, because we're, we're overhyped about it, and it's been one game, and once we get two and three and four and five mm-hmm. games under the belt, then we'll have established what things probably need to be worked on. I mean, they could come out next game and look, hit the boards like crazy. Yeah. And then we're, you know, okay, well, we were wrong about that. So, And, and we're not really going to know what this team is until 2019. We're not going to know what this team is until we get into conference play. We're yeah. not going to really know what this team is until we get 15 games under our belt. So yeah, it's still and, a lot of feel out, feeling out. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, what are your expectations for LSU? Because we won't have the podcast till after LSU mm-hmm. game next week. Obviously, so yeah. What are your What's your expectations? Um, play hard. My expectations is I want it to look a lot like the Louisville game last year. Okay, you know what I'm talking about. Hang in there, hang in there, stay with them. You know, show that you can play with the with, with or, the, or the one of those the Cincinnati game at home. That was you know we stayed in there until the very end. Yeah. Uh, I like the Louisville game comparison a yeah. little bit more because I think we only lost by five in that one, mm-hmm. and uh, it was like it was a one score game yeah. up until like the last thirty seconds. So it's definitely not a must win. No. There really isn't any must wins this year, and th- there except for Tennessee. That's it's a must in, win. It's at it's in Baton Rouge. It's at LSU, they're a top twenty five team. Like it's not a must win. It can't it can't be a must win no. if, you, if you're a Memphis fan and you're. Yes, you like you said. I expect them to play hard mm. and to to put to up a good fight it. to be because I think because you remember after that Louisville game, there were they there were some hype. We're like, okay, okay, we yeah. we can do this. You yeah. know, we we can be big dogs. Let's yeah. do it. And the, and like I said earlier, one of those things that I think I'm really going to love about this team, and especially the two guards, Harrison Lomax, is that they they control what they control, mm. and it is it is pressuring the ball, and it is hustle, and it is energy. And that's that's what they do, and so I think those things can keep you in any game. And now it's going to be, you know, I feel like there's going to be a lot of close games that are going to kind of come down to, um, say, like a Martin or a Davenport. Mm-hmm. And how how do you react at the end of games when you're when you're in there? Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, I just want to see uh, competitiveness. Um, I want to see them play hard, and you know, I and mean, that, hopefully that, Tyler Harris gets his first collegiate. But yes, exactly. I'm telling you, dude, you're. People, I, people were talking about that last night. And I, I was no, like, I love talking about a kid who's going to like. He's going to go be off. Games that he's just going to go off, and you're going to be like, "Wow!" But he's usually he's a human highlight reel. He's yes. a, a, amazing. Yes, and I mean, there were just he, he, him or Lomax never really could catch an offensive rhythm uh-huh. last night. When I, mean, I keep, I kind of keep going back to it. That's what I love because to be productive, they don't have to. No. So, but especially again, Lomax. Especially Lomax, that's what more, say, especially Lomax. Lomax is a distributor. Yes, he, he's a he's a floor general, and he doesn't have to score. Yes, and, and I, Harris, he knows that role. And Harris is your your scorer. He's your flash in the pan guy. Had like you said zero points, but then you have Martin and Davenport coming in for you. So next game, 
Davenport might not need he if he scores 15. Harris can come in with his offensive power. Yeah. And so that's where I think the difference is now is that you have that little more of a depth and a little more star power mm. that you don't need Davenport to go get you 30. Yeah. 25 25 or 30. And you can, uh, thing of Going back to last year, even though Davenport played great last year, didn't really come on until the second half of the year. Yeah. Mike Parks played good last year, didn't really come on until the second half of the year. Yeah. So a lot of people's memory from last year, um, you know, Cream, Cream Bruton Jr. played pretty well at some yeah, spots I, in the I, season. I love um, him too, man. He play, He's another one of those dudes. He plays hard. Yeah. One guy that I missed from last year is uh, Jamal Johnson. Um, I thought... I yeah. really thought he was going to be something. I, I loved his shot. Uh, I thought that if he could have just gotten a better of a rhythm last year, he could have really been something special. Yeah, uh, Going to miss him, obviously, transferred. Uh, but a lot of people's memory from last year is that, all right, Martin, go score 40, Yeah, and or we got else. a chance. Or else. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's that's about it. Um, yeah, and li- like I was uh, talking about earlier, when you see, you know, we got these freshmen and – Yes, it's Tennessee Tech. You should beat them. But then again, like it's your first collegiate game. Mm-hmm. It's in a packed crowd in your home stadium. Like you're going to have, maybe not nervous, but you're going to be amped up. You're yeah. going to have those jitters. Um, and so I was very happy with how they responded. But in my mind, in my mind I'm like, you know, you got to have these real expectations. Mm-hmm. And then I go home and I turn on the TV and three Duke freshmen oh my goodness. are going to work on Kentucky. Do you and know- so then I said, okay, well. Mm-hmm. No, I guess Harrison Lomax should have went for 20 and 30 points. <laughs> well, let's just to put this in, in perspective, uh, between R.J. Barrett, shout out Ken Folk. Um, Don't ever say that again. Why? <laughs> he's, he's my fam, bro. Okay. Same last name. Come yeah. on, man. It's fam. Uh, Zion Williams and Cam uh, Reddish. Reddish. Yeah. Uh, between the three of them, 83 Out- points. Outscored Kentucky, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. Between the four Tiger freshmen. Dude. 11 points. Yeah. So that's really shows you uh, there's freshmen, and then there's freshmen. I was going to say, Zion Williamson, God that is man. not a freshman. That it's is a man. man amongst boys. Dude, with the way he plays the game, I don't understand how, like, um, it's just, it's explosive, and it's power, but it's it's not like a... Uh, but it's control. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's not like a out of nowhere, it's not just, chaos. just going crazy. Which is a, a lot of times at that size and a person jumping that high and doing those things, you're like, just he's out of control. Yeah. Or you're, you're going to have times where he's just going to look ridiculous. But pretty much from what I could see, man, that kid is just poised and mm. controlled and just has like this look on his face where he's just mad mm. at the, the floor and the rim and the ball. And I'm everybody. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, dude, he, he had some firepower. Yeah. Um, and he, he's your... He's your go getter, your firepower, and then you have Barrett coming in, who's just skilled, man. Mm. I mean, he he oh, yeah. he is obviously he's ready for the league right now. Right now, he's projected to be the number one yep. draft pick. Zion's going to be two, and then uh, Cam is projected to be number four. Yeah. So here's my biggest question after the game: wasn't anything that happened on the court? How the heck were they only ranked fourth? How yeah. are they not number one? Because I, I watched saw, I, I watched yeah. some of the Kansas Michigan State. I mean, not saying Kansas. Looked bad. I mean, Diedrich, uh Lawson had a double double. KJ looked okay. Some of the other players, they looked fine. Yeah, but they weren't Duke. No, and how are they is, number four? You saw the analysts and everybody talking about it and saying that you know they underestimated Duke. They underestimated uh, these freshmen. 
And my thing is, man, like they legitimately might not lose a game. They might, and if they do, like th- this could be one of the greatest. I don't like. I I know that's an overreaction because no, they could one challenge. Is what is this? It's but I don't. Seventy five Indiana team, right? Seventy five. Uh, I, th- I can't remember. I'm not one? sure. But I know, like, I don't see them losing a game in Cameron Indoor with with that star power and that that crowd because no. this is something that you know. Yes, you see these one and dones, but you've never seen three, three potential like top five picks. Yeah. Um. And so Cameron Indoor is going to be going crazy every home game. And so, I mean, maybe you can catch them on the road somewhere in the ACC. I mean, like in North Carolina, obviously that's always your, yeah. you know, that's your rivalry. Um, Smith. So, I mean, that's just legitimately, I mean, they, they could not lose a game. And if they do, I mean, I don't see them losing more than like two games. That team looks ridiculous. <sighs> they, they put they up a hundred and what, 20? 117. 17? Dude. Gosh, that was insane. And three guys outscored Kentucky. The supposedly number two team in the country. My thing is, they didn't even... They made a number two team, who a lot of people were preseason picked to win the national championship, Kentucky. They made them look... I they mean, made them look they, like they, Lemoyne they, Owen. Yeah, they were just... It was like an exhibition game. They yeah. were stand, It's like they were standing still. And we're not talking about... You know, I heard people talking about, uh, talking about it earlier, but like this, this Kentucky team... This wasn't one of like Cal's down years. This is no. this is supposed to be his national championship team. Like people have been talking about how he's only got one championship to show for all these recruiting classes uh. at Kentucky, and people are saying you know this was the one for sure. And I don't know. Are, I don't are they are it. they are they that bad or is Duke that good? Duke's that good because I mean yeah the way it looked like Duke was that good, but. Dude, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that we'll find looks, out. Yeah, we'll find whether out whether Kentucky's that bad or Duke's just that good as as the season goes on. But one thing I do want to bring up real quick, and mm-hmm. I, I went on this rant earlier today. So if you listen to Fish and Stats Wednesday, November seventh, two thousand eighteen, you're gonna have to listen to it twice. Okay. So, do you happen to listen to any of the coaches' uh, interviews last night after the game? Uh, like. Coach Cal and Cal Izzo and Self. I heard a little bit of Coach Cal when he was talking about, you know, they got out coached, outplayed, they just got beat Mm. from you squared up and got beat. Um, But I didn't listen to anybody else. I listened to Penny's after the game on the way home. Well, well, here's what I heard. I heard some complaining from Izzo complained a bit, Cal complained about it, and um, Self even complained about it, even though they got the win. About having to play these marquee matchups to start the season. Okay. First of all, you didn't have to play in it. No. You had your own choice. So why you are complaining about? Oh well, we had to start the season off against marquee matchup. We had we had to play in this in this thing. We had to play at nine o'clock at night. You could have said no, dummies. Yeah, and you. That's also how scheduling works. Coaches and ads work together. The ad didn't just come in and say, "Hey, you're going to play." And this, and you said no, and he said, ah, tough cookies. No, that's, and then they also complained about having to play this big of a team without any film. Film? Are you kidding me? Yeah. You know what these guys can do because you literally recruited all of them. Yeah. You know what they are, and don't tell me that you don't know what kind of schemes they're going to run. Yeah. Because it's four of the top coaches in college basketball. Bill Self's going to do what Bill Self does. Tom Izzo's going to do what Tom Izzo does. Coach K's going to do what Coach K does. Coach Cal's going to do what Co- what Coach Cal does. Coach K's not going to come out and start running a zone yeah. on you. He's going to run man-to-man. He's going to press. 
Yeah. All right? Don't give me this load of crap that you needed them and blah, blah, blah. And back to my first point, you didn't have to play in the damn thing. And well, you didn't want to. So stop complaining when it's your fault. I didn't see the, the interviews, but the two coaches you mentioned, Izzo and Cal, were obviously the two coaches that lost. Yes. I don't think – Coach K That kind of makes me it. mad because I don't think you see Coach K – did he mention it? He didn't even mention it. That's what I, I don't. I don't think even if Coach K loses, I don't think you see him. No, saying that because as a he's a Memphis man. fan, you know we talk about the history of Memphis all the time. I I want to see Memphis in those marquee matchups. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Like obviously I you're saying that because season. you lost and uh, you you. I mean, uh, Michigan State got you know pretty handily beat by Kansas, but Kentucky got blown out, so that's why they're saying it. Mm-hmm. But. No, man, that's that's college basketball. That's yeah. what you that's what you live for. That's what you want to see, especially and, to start off the season. And when you're starting off so early at November sixth in yeah. the middle of college football, and you want my attention, you're trying to get my attention as a co- you're trying to get me a college football fan attention to watch your basketball game in the middle of college football season. And when I do that, give you my attention. Apparently, you didn't want to do it in the first place. So yeah. you know what? I even said this on the show. To hell with it till college football is done, at least regular season. The only college basketball I'm watching is Memphis. Yeah. I, You know, it's one of those things where— Because I don't want to hear them complain. Yeah. And it, it's one of those things where, like, it's it's you want to see those marquee matchups, but it's the first game, and obviously, you know, we're going crazy about Duke and what we saw. But, man, you also—if you're Kentucky, you have, you, you're you going to have opportunity. You're going yeah. to the SEC. You get, you get to play Tennessee, who's it's number you know, six in like, the country. You're, you're going to have opportunities to show what you're made of. And to show that that was the first game, mm. so I don't think you take it as far as like, oh crap, like you know, Duke's just yeah, like just the season, above everybody the else. Season's, season's over. over. Put Duke in the ship. Like that's yeah. why we have the greatest tournament ever in March. Yeah, because you never know. But it, so, so I mean, don't complain I don't, to me about something on November sixth. That's what I'm saying. Like just don't. You have the whole SEC to go through. You're gonna have other big matchups. And just their to season's me, not ruined. To me, it's just foolish to. to it's it's think not college like football where you lose you one game, yeah. and you're out. I mean, it's just that that's not how mm. college basketball works. No. So sorry if you had to listen to that twice. And now you know. Now you know. To be honest, what it takes to what we all think now is the greatest team in the country. Mm. Now and them hitting on all cylinders. You have literally, to me, taken the worst beat, like the worst you're going to get yeah. all season. You know what I mean? You can only get better you from now. What we think is the best team playing at their best mm-hmm. so you know we'll see what would be scary is if that's not their best what if that don't, was don't like, a, like that what was that like oh that was like a b game don't talk like that let's oh. move on all right all right let's move on to our tray of the day what right. is our tray of the day our tray of the day coming off the spooky season is going to be what are your what are the top three halloween costumes you saw last week it can, it can be before it can be at your halloween party at saturday or uh when me and you went out for Saturday uh, for uh, Halloween night, I'm gonna do uh, all three of mine Saturday night. You okay. can put them in any which order. Uh, one saw me a Ric Flair. There Woo! you go. I like that. That's pretty good. Two, my hero. There was a man dressed as my hero. What was it? He was a gripping, and he was ripping. John Daly. John. I think Daly. I did see one of those. Was, I, I saw the, a picture. Or yes, something. saw me at John Daly. Went up to him. Is like grip it and rip it, brother. He's like, you know who I am. I was like, dude, you're dressed as my hero. Of course, I know who you are. Yeah, that's hilarious. I grip it, rip it, and sip it all day. That's dude. funny. And I'm gonna put you in my top three. Dude, there we you're, go. You're. You, I'm putting myself in my top you three. You so. with the Skittles box. <laughs> yes, was just great. Let's go. And I just loved. Because y'all actually did look like the commercial. You you did yes. look like Billy. We if we were gonna we knew though if we were gonna do it, 
We're going to do it big. We're going to do it big. And you actually got put Skittles on you. Yes. Which, by the way, if you want to know how hard it is to get Skittles to stick to your skin, just try it and find out. Mm -hmm. Because it took us a long time to figure out that all you need is double-sided tape, people. That's all you need. Go to your local Walmart or Target, double-sided tape. That's all you need. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so so mine, I'm going to put... I'm gonna put myself in yeah, my top three. I, I would. I, I mean, mean, I'm just. It was say, impressive. It was a great idea. It shout out, impressive. shout out to Pam first of all. Pam, the, the moms. Uh, it was her idea, mm. and once me and Peyton heard it, we said, "That's us. We got to do it." Um, so I'm doing that, and then also, uh, people that we were with on the night that we went out, Avery and Lana, the the Napoleon and, and Pedro, Pedro, Napoleon down Pedro, good. dude, they pulled it off. Like you, you've seen that before, yeah. But but I they, I don't know if I've ever seen two girls do it. And they quoted it perfectly. They did. Like I've never seen. I don't know, dude. It was it was really good. That was a really good costume. Uh, and then I'll throw another one in there. Uh, you know, my sister and Mike were Jenny and Forrest Gump. I saw and that. So we've we've seen people do that before. But I will say they they did it pretty well. Yeah, he, he but had the hat the hat was wrong. He he, he, he had, had the a hat red, wrong. He had a red hat, uh, on, but it wasn't a bubble gump hat. Uh, okay, okay. He did have the ping pong paddle in the, he did, in the uh, side though. That looked pretty cool. We'll give him uh, an honorable mention. Yeah, our D Shaw had the uh, had oh, the, the Pope costume pope, on. Yeah. That was hilarious. Which I kind of felt bad for laughing at it, <laughs> but that was so funny. D Shaw's not a Pope. That was so funny. <laughs> not a saint, uh, but he's a fun dude. Yeah, that was that was that was funny. Um, but yeah, those are mine. So, oh, all right, right. Are we rolling else? on. I, anything else you want to cover before we get out of here? No, I don't think no? so. I think we can move on to our picks. How much time we got left? Uh, we got a let's bit. move on to the picks. Yeah, let's All move right. on to the picks. You know, we spent a lot of time on the, the Memphis B-ball because yeah, I'm yeah. pumped, man. Hey, I also got my penny head, by the way. The, the, okay, the okay. so if anybody head. has one that they're willing to sell me for like 10 bucks, or they want to give it to me out of the goodness of their heart, please, 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 I want one. I'm so upset. I couldn't get off work in time to go to go down last night, and I really want one. So Most, please, if you got an extra one. Think of me. They, I really want it. They might do it again. I've heard that they might they might do that next home game um, just because so many people wanted them again. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I had two people offer to pay me for them walking out. And I was, you know, usually with things like that, I'd probably say go ahead. But I was like, you know, to be honest, no, I I'm want not that. selling this. Keep I'm, it. I'm keeping it. Um, all right, let's move on to the picks. All right. We got our weekly college football picks for you. Which, by the way, we did do picks last week, and we did record stuff. Uh, this We recorded it at yeah, the Halloween party. We were going to do like a, like a week off update, and uh, I went back and listened to it, and we were already at the party a little too long, if you know what I mean. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, all right. Picks this week, then. Well, then I'm going to go ahead and say that I won, then, since you didn't no, put you it up. No, you didn't win. Nope. The only the, one I remember that we people don't know. The so. only one I remember we picked was West Virginia and uh, Texas. You I, I took picked, Texas. I, I took West Virginia. You took Penn State. That is true, because it was at Penn State. I might have. Yeah, no, it, wasn't. it was at Michigan, but you still picked I State. might have done that, yeah. All right. Here we go. Picks for this week. Clemson versus Boston College. Clemson favored by 19 and a half. Give me Clemson. Okay. Bold prediction. Not really. I'm going to take Clemson, too. <laughs> I can honestly tell you I've not seen Boston College play a game this year. I have seen so. Boston College play a couple games. Okay. So are they on like Thursday night? So they're not good. They're not really that. I okay. mean, they're twenty-two in the country. I mean, they're a decent ball club, but they ain't, they ain't no Clemson. Yeah, I think Clemson just. I think that people have kind of like. Uh, I mean, now they're starting to talk about them a little more, but they just routed Louisville. Oh um, man! And so give me give me Clemson. Uh, give me um, Give me Clemson by 
30. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, moving on. We got Oklahoma versus OK State. Oklahoma is favored by 20 and a half. Um, does that sound like a lot to you? 20 and a half? It, it sounds like a lot to me. It does. It does. It's, I mean, it's the Battle of Bed, uh, Bed, Bedlam. Bedlam? Yeah, I, Battle of Bedlam this week. Know. Sounds like a lot to me. It's at OU this year, and this is a game notorious well, OU, yeah. for no defense. So, yeah. Oklahoma State's got a chance. Give me the Okies, Okie State to cover. To cover. Okay. Um, Man, I was going to go with that too, but now that you said it, mm. I just don't think it's smart. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go Oklahoma. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, man. give me Boomer sooner, baby. Uh-huh. I don't. I can't. I can't believe I'm saying that. I'm a Texas fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, moving on. Auburn versus Georgia. Georgia is favored by 14 and a half. Where's that at? That is, that is in between at, the edges? that. No, it it's is not? on the plains. Okay. Yeah. And Auburn. Give me. Give me Georgia. I think they really are as good as they. They really, really impressed me last week against Kentucky, against that Kentucky defense. And yeah. Auburn's defense is nowhere near as good as Kentucky. So, give me Georgia. They finally, Jake Fromm's finally figured it out. It's finally hit his stride. Uh, so, give me Georgia. Okay. Uh, give me Auburn. Okay. Give me Auburn. You just want to be different? Give me, no, I really do think that Auburn, dude. They did beat is, A&M last week. This is Auburn's season. They just... They're up and down, and I'm just calling an up game for them. So. They were up last week, though, so they're going back down. Uh, no, they were down two weeks in a row before that, so it's oh, two okay. and two. Okay. Uh, all right, moving on. We got LSU at Arkansas. What is Arkansas's record? Uh, they have won three games, so three they games. are three and five. Okay. But it's a rivalry game. It's the battle of the boot. So are you? what are you saying here? Saying it's gonna be close? No, LSU is gonna kill the living crap okay. out of yeah. them. I'm taking LSU too. Coming off, uh, I don't even need to know what the which points I've, are. I have heard that like people have been saying uh, LSU is gonna be you know after getting routed by Alabama, yeah, that they're you know they got their two losses now, they got no hope. Um, but I just don't see it. I they're, see they're not out. losing the boot. So we got that. Uh, last one we got Bama versus Mississippi State. Bama's favored by twenty three and a half. Imagine that. Who you got? Really, uh, not who you got it. Who's is Bama going to cover or not? That's that's, that's, that's the really choice the choice here. Bama's going to cover. They've covered every game this year, and until they don't, I'll keep picking them. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go ahead and take Miss. No, I'm just kidding. I'm no. taking Bama to cover. <laughs> you yep. got some people real excited there. They're yeah. about to be all, all you people that just almost had a heart attack. They're like, ah! calm down. <laughs> We we're just joshing with you. Yeah, but uh, uh, what do you got? Uh, what do you got planned? We got planned for the uh, for the weekend. Well, doing? well, the lady friend Elise, she's going out of town for a wedding. So uh, I don't know. Might get kind of rowdy. You yeah, know? yeah. I know. Uh, Hang out with the boyos. Yeah, I got a uh, date party Friday night, and then Saturday I'm going to the game. Going to the game. Um, might I've seen some people mention a downtown. But we'll see. Run. I'm down for anything. I'm down to watch football all day and chill and hey, see where see where the day takes us. Yes, to see where the night takes these two wild and crazy guys. <laughs> exactly. All right, AJ. What Little are the van friends? down by the <laughs> and I've head down by the river. All right. <laughs> what does our friend Carrie say? Our good buddy Carrie says it's time to wrap it up. Yep, it's time to wrap it up. Thank you so much again for listening to another great. Episode of the PBJ Podcast. I am Drew Barrett. AJ Sturdivant is my Joe. Thank you so much for listening. And be sure to go check out all the great content and the Cerrito live feed. And be sure to listen to Kevin Cerrito every Saturday. 
from 10 to noon on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Of course, the 11 o'clock hour, the only hour-long wrestling segment uh, in the city of Memphis where wrestling was built. And go check out Cerrito Trivia or Cerrito Bingo. Bingo events going on every night, Monday through Friday, and I think even a couple events on Sunday. I know that they do brunch, a couple brunch places on Sunday, so go check that out. It's a lot of fun. Get to get a group of your friends. Go play uh, some of the best trivia. Always got a great theme. Always, Mostly always theme trivia. Always do a great job over there. And uh, go play some adult bingo. It's not just for the nanas and the papas anymore. Go play that bingo with all your rowdy friends. And make sure you listen to me every uh, Monday through Friday on Fish and Stats from 3 to 6 on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. And the Blue and Gray Show every Sunday from 5 to 7 on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM with John Stacy and me. We always have great former Tigers, great guests, great topics. And it's, if you're a Tiger fan, it's definitely something you don't want to miss. AJ, it's been a pleasure. Let's go get some drinks. There it is. And remember, Miley, always show love, never hate. Feel the good vibes and have a wonderful and blessed day. Go Tigers. My block was hot, but full of wine with tunes, and I ain't even kept my baby G-Night. Before Teddy Boy had time to two-chain, had a duffel bag with a few things. Before I rode with Gucci in the Moosang, ran with Ghostface, Killers, Wu-Tang, yeah. I took the heart away. Fuck that New York dog, fuck that the fuck. Hey, Penny, what do they call these shoes anyway? Air Penny. So who you guys playing tonight anyway? Minnesota. Oh, low slow bows. I guess you're going for the big numbers tonight, huh? Now I want you to work them inside, work them outside. I'm sitting triple double here. Now pin it, pin it, pin it. I want to say hello to my man Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett? Yeah, 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 Garnett. We went to high school together. Tell him little Penny from the science club says hello. Can you do that for a brother?